Good morning from Skift. It's Thursday, January 7th in New York City. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com daily. Brought to you by the SoFi Daily Podcast. 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by the second week of February. If reaching financial independence is something you're striving for in 2021, don't let your goals fall by the wayside. Listen to the SoFi Daily Podcast every weekday to keep informed and keep your financial resolutions. Search for SoFi wherever you get your podcasts. And now, here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. Wyndham Destination's $100 million acquisition of their travel and leisure media brand may have been a head-scratcher for some in both the travel and media industries, writes hospitality reporter Cameron Spearance. But the vacation rental and timeshare company's chief executive says the move is all about broadening the scope of its evolving business. Our objective here is to create not nightly stays or whole timeshare ownership, but build on that huge gap between where people want to travel with a name they trust, said Wyndham Destination CEO Michael Brown Wednesday in an interview with Skift. They trust travel and leisure, and we already have the mechanism in place. The Wyndham Destination's leadership team worked in recent years to change the perception of the company's timeshare routes, a sector historically seen as attracting older clientele who have a set time of year to visit one vacation home or condo. The travel and leisure acquisition will result in Wyndham Destinations becoming the travel and leisure company. The name change is a further signal the company wants to tap into new market segments that may not have been possible under its current brand. Next, when destinations around the world began closing their borders last spring, Hawaii was the first U.S. state to ask tourists to postpone their vacations. The Aloha state then became first in imposing a strictly monitored two-week quarantine on anyone choosing to venture there amid COVID. The measure didn't halt all mainland tourists at first, but over time, in part thanks to its isolated borders, it was effective in chilling tourism and flattening the COVID curve, writes global tourism reporter Lebowit Lily Germ. Despite reopening to the mainland last October under a pre-flight testing program that eliminated most quarantine requirements, the late reopening means the tourism-dependent state continues to lag in recovery, with its unemployment rate among the highest in the U.S. at 10% as of November. But in stark contrast to other tourism-starved places eager to welcome back tourists, tourism business owners and residents in Hawaii did something you would never expect. They pushed back on welcoming visitors to the islands, which may signal a turning point for one of the world's most popular destinations, at times overwhelmed by over-tourism. A recent resident sentiment survey of 1,709 residents on all islands statewide, run by market research firm Omnitrack on behalf of the Hawaii Tourism Authority, revealed that nearly two-thirds, or 65%, of Hawaiians still don't want people from outside the state to visit Hawaii. Finally, executive editor Dennis Schall writes, Imagine you are Glenn Fogel, the CEO of both Booking Holdings, and on December 9th, your company was the clear market leader in online travel with an $86 billion market cap. The next day, Airbnb burst onto Nasdaq and its stock at one point that day reached a $109 billion valuation and flirted with $100 billion all day. The two rivals' valuations are at a dead heat at around $89 billion. Stock prices go up and down, but the point is that Wall Street thinks Airbnb will be a formidable competitor for booking, or might even claim the top leadership rung. Does booking have what it takes to compete with Airbnb in short-term rentals? 
booking which prided itself for years on having an ample but mostly under-the-radar short-term rental business, primarily in the form of European apartment hotels and similar inventory at the time, clearly trails Airbnb and short-term rentals today by an order of magnitude. For more travel stories, head to skiff.com. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skiff Daily newsletter at skiff.com daily. Thank you.